Ahead of Valentine's Day, a time, of course, it's all about uh, love. There is also the the other side of that coin as well, where from time to time, uh, sadly, relationships end, people break up and go their separate ways. Some new research data out this week uh, suggesting some of the ways people try and move on and some of the ways that people may very well be struggling to do so, particularly when it comes to uh, belongings of their said ex-partner still in their home. Joining us to cover that today and run through some of the research with us is Susie Kim, who is a relationship and intimacy coach. Susie, thank you so much for your time with your job as a relationship and intimacy coach. Uh, uh, it sounds a very interesting role. Essentially, what do you do? Yeah, so I help people with all aspects of relationship and intimacy, you know, and so it really includes singles, couples, people who are wanting more intimacy, people who are wanting love, people who are in love and having trouble. It's just really all aspects of relationships. All right, so uh, nothing off limits, nothing out of bounds, just uh, a whole lot of honesty and hopefully getting people sorting themselves out. That sounds pretty good. Um, let's yeah. let's go through some of the, the research data that is out this week and uh, you've been pouring over it. What have you found? Yeah, so Who Gives a Crap has released some new research on heartbreak habits, right? So it's found that 75% of Australians hold on to their ex's stuff after a breakup. Now, most Aussies agree in this research that getting rid of reminders of your ex can help you move on after a breakup, but about one in four are holding on to their ex's stuff for over two years. You would think that, uh, unless it's a valued item that you're getting some use out of, I must say, but generally speaking, holding on to gear two years uh, after the fact, you would probably think that that can't be a healthy way to go about things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I get to see that it's really hard for people to fully let go after a heartbreak, and I really think that, you know, it just takes up kind of clutter, mental space, you know, when, when there's old things just lying around. Yeah, and particularly spacing the home as well. I mean, you've got to move it out of the way, and it's just that, that constant visual reminder as well. Um, are totally. there some uh, uh, techniques that uh, people have actually been using that, uh, you know, can try and move past it when things go wrong? You mean when things go wrong in a relationship, like Absolutely. how to get through a heartbreak? Absolutely. Yeah, look, I think the most important thing is to really actually lean into the process. Like, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. But just try and actually engage in that process and know that there's a beginning and a middle and an end. And if you can really lean in and let go, right, it's like your love, your dreams, your mistakes, all of that, and your love letters, right, it's like... You, you get to learn from that. That is what actually helps you set you up, you know, to be open to something new. Do we find that there are, there are ch- uh, changes in the data, generationally speaking? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Gen Z's actually struggled with heartbreak the most in 2023, with like over 40% experiencing heartbreak in the last year. And that was almost double the number of Gen X Aussies. And then on top of that, 27% of millennials and 17% of boomers went through heartbreak. And, you know, I think what that shows is Gen Z, clearly, they're the younger generation. They're experiencing most heartbreak because they're in that exploratory stage of relationships and they're just more likely to have those shorter relationships. But, you know, what I see is that no matter the age, no matter the length, heartbreak can be absolutely devastating and how you go through that process has a huge impact on how you navigate future relationships. Well, one thing that I thought were, brought a bit of a smile to my face, Susie, we're looking at this, a, a lot of people are, uh, are turning to uh, getting all the old love letters and correspondence that obviously from an ex they don't want, they're actually getting it recycled into toilet paper. So there's this quite, quite an amusing uh, you know, flow through there too. 
Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's a little bit cathartic. It's a little bit petty and fun, knowing that, like, someone somewhere... Oh, we all laugh from time to time, time, aren't we? <laughs> oh, we, we, we need it, especially with something as heavy as heartbreak. Excellent stuff. Well, look, that's uh, that's one way to get around it. And obviously, whatever you do, make sure you get rid of some of the gear out of your house because uh, that's a good way to move forward. Susie, thank you so much for your time. All the best. Uh, and, and hopefully uh, the, the job continues to be great for you. Have a great one. No worries. Um, if people want to find out more, it's at Flush Your Ex. Excellent. Good place to start there if you do indeed want to do that. Susie Kim, relationship and intimacy expert with us this morning with uh, with some of that data out at the moment on 2NURFM 103.7.